ever thought about why people act the way they do? Why are some people more difficult to deal with, while others are always pleasant? Let's find out together. Welcome to Human Behavior. What a trip. Your host is Dr. Jonathan Brower. Our program combines expert guests with people just like you who have questions or comments. We'll have fun exploring human behavior. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jonathan Brower. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Human Behavior. What a trip. This is Jonathan Brower, and I have a wonderful guest today. Her name is Grace Lee, and uh, she can tell you more about herself than I will tell you about her. But just to begin with, in case you want to know, I'll give you her website. Her website is graceleeinternational.com, and her phone number is uh, 520-720. Area code. 7051743. Uh, Grace Lee, welcome to the program. Thank you. And so you and I are going to talk about various things today, not the least of which is, um, how to fight reality show rudeness and raise well-mannered teens. <laughs> so, uh, if you'd like to give a quick bio on yourself so people can get a sense of what you do, go right ahead and then we'll talk about the, uh, teens of today? Well, my background is international business, and uh-huh. I'm born and raised in Japan. I'm half Japanese, half black, and I came to the um, Americas when I was 14 and went into international marketing, and that's when I learned that it's important to know your manners. Um, I mean, I learned manners in Japan, but I realized that J- American and Japanese were not the same and how important it was for everybody to get along, uh, to know their social graces and culture. And when I retired from that, I opened up a finishing school in Arizona and taught to executives and children uh-huh. social graces, Western social graces, international social graces. Yes. And that's basically my background. Yes. So, of course, you're busy uh, going back and forth between Western and Asian cultures and there can be very, uh, very similar uh, parts to it, and there can be very dissimilar parts to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And right now, I'm going around and make, you know, speaking and trying to show everyone that the, you know, how important what and social graces is. So that's what I'm going to do: workshops and presentations. Okay. There are so if we, I'm sorry. Go on. I said there are definitely differences, like handshakes. I mean, handshakes and Western handshake is about negotiations. Yes. It's about, um, um, I'm not going to kill you today. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what handshakes is all about in Western. You know, years ago, a long, long time ago, when they used to fight with their swords, and one side would, you know, stand on the other side and, you know, uh, uh, looking towards each other, and the the leaders before they went to war, they would walk towards each other with their hands up, saying, I don't have any weapons. And when they yes. got close enough, they would clasp the, the hands together like a handshake, say, okay, right now we're going to talk. We're not going to kill each other. Uh-huh. And if we can negotiate and, and not, you know, and, and get along, we won't, we won't go to war. That's what handshakes was all about. So yes. that's why your firm handshake, you know, look at straight in the eye and so forth, you know, you learn that when you uh, learn how to handshake, right? That's Western handshake. But if you go to Asia, 
It's about when they first meet you, it's not about negotiation. It's about uh, respecting you and your spirituality and who you are and so forth. So um, when you get a like a wimpy handshake from a Asian person, yes. Americans think that, oh, they're, they're weak, you know, but um, they're really not. They just don't feel proper to shake your hand so strong. It seems kind of aggressive. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, these this little... Asian man could beat you up. He could have, you know, second, third black black belt. Right. <laughs> black belt. So uh, that's that's so simple, but it's that's the difference, just right there. Yes. So um, the teenagers in Japan, I assume, in some ways, are like the teenagers in America, in the United States of America. And in other ways, I imagine they're very different. Yes, well, in Japan, the the social graces is very strong. It's it's um, that you have to you're grown with it. But then I have to tell you that it's very mm, westernized now, and um, they're fighting back. But the basic social graces, if you don't have that in Japan, you're not going to get anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, but in America, you seem to kind of get away with it, but not really, not anymore. I have to say that if you don't know how to dress, if you don't know how to talk properly, carry yourself properly, you're not going to find a job. This is whether whether it's in the uh, United States or whether it's Japan. Both. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, in, in Japan, for sure. If you don't know your social graces, there's just no way because you have to use it all the time. Um, the kids, in, the teenagers in Japan are dyeing their hair purple and, yes. and doing stuff like that. But, you know, when you're a teenager, you can get away with it. Uh-huh. And uh, when you grow up, you, you know you can't dye your hair purple because you're not going to get a job. Yes. And some schools won't let you in. So, But in America, um, you don't, you know, you can get away with having tattoos and so forth. But I, you're, you're not going to find a, you know, a good job. Um, yes. So, uh, or purple hair. Yeah. In, um, in Asian countries, the tattooing is not a big deal, is it? It or, is not a big deal, but most people don't do it. Uh, yeah. this is the tattoo used to be for the olden days and, um, where the Yakuza's and those people would do tattoos, but tattoos are not for average people. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there seems to be a huge onslaught of tattoos and a lot of young adults these days here in America. I yes, think. it's it's in right now. But they, they, you know, and I say to my teenage students, I said, you know, if you want to do tattoos, make sure you can't see them because people are going to be prejudiced against you. Yes, and uh, so make sure that. And, and tattoos are something that has to be redone within ten years, or mm-hmm. it's just going to, you know, spread out. Yes. So when you do it as a teenager, it's it's something that you're going to have to redo. You've seen it with the old sailors. Yes. <laughs> sailors with their arms, they go, "Ooh, that used to be pretty." Yes. But um, so I, you know, I I'm very careful to tell the kids not to. Do, uh, to say not to do them because you, once you say not to do them, they like to do it. But they, I say if you're going to do it, make sure it's somewhere where you know when you go find a job, you're not, you know, you don't, they're not going to see it. Yes, it should be your personal thing. Yes. So. 
So um, how does one go from reality show rudeness to raising well-mannered teens? Oh. That's a big, pro- that's a big uh, topic. <laughs> yes, it is. You- it's, it's hard. I mean, it's very hard because, you know, I remember when I was growing up, I, I remember seeing Dennis the Menace. Yes. And these cute, sweet uh, shows. My son grew up watching, I don't know how many murders he saw. Yes. Uh, and he's 30-something now. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, that's all he saw. So, and I, he's not a murderer, thank heavens. <laughs> good, that's good to hear. <laughs> but when you see so much, you know, it becomes a problem. And with, with the, real, the reality show, which is very different, before, like my son said, he said, well, I know it's a show. I know it's uh, like cowboys and Indians, you know, they, they have co- uh, guns. But the reality, reality shows are not just made-up shows anymore. It's real people acting out. Yes. And they think that that's normal. And what's, what the problem is, is that the more wild you are, um, the more your, you know, people pay attention to you. So it's, uh, it is a, a definite problem. How do you, how do you handle that? I say, you know, limit the, the kids to certain TVs. But, yes. you know, how do you do that? And when you're young, you can, you know, make that happen. But when they get become teenagers, it's, it's not going to happen anymore. I suggest yes. is, is to train them since they're young and uh, teach them. The problem right now is that most women and men are working. You know, they're both working. So when they come home, they're tired. They don't have time to, you know, train their children and, and teach them social graces. Yes. I'm not quite sure how you do it, but you're, you know, you're going to have to add that into part of your, your program. And the first thing you can start is by eating dinner together. Yeah, that's important for many reasons. Yeah, just even once a week. Once a week. Because that's where you can teach social graces, how to eat properly, how to make conversation. And when you, if you are making conversation at dinner, you shouldn't be talking about something that's going to upset your stomach. You're not going to be lecturing. Um, you're going to be listening. You're not going to be talking about something that is going to start an argument. Yes. You know, uh, it should be pleasant. Yes. And, and you should be teaching. I remember, this was in Japan, I remember saying to my father, oh, this meat, you know, the steak that we were having, is soft. Yes. And my, my father said, tender. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, it's tender, not soft. And, yes. Or if I um, hold my fork incorrectly, I will be uh, corrected. And that's when, that's the start. That's the yes. start of teaching children um, the little social graces of how to eat. And even the little ones, the little yes. ones that can't eat by themselves. I see at the restaurants all the time where parents just give them a plate of food and the, and the kids are just playing with the food. It's all over the place. It's on the floor. It's all over. And yes. the parents just pick up their kids and walk out. Yes. And say, no, 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 no. You know, if, if the kids play like that, then you, you just give them a carrot. Uh-huh. You know, one piece at a time. Don't let them play with the food and, uh, and spread mm-hmm. it everywhere. Yes. You know? Um, there, your social graces is gone. It just 
shows that you're you don't even teach your children how to eat properly outside. So so um, start from home. Yeah, and the other the other value of the family meals is for the family to uh, have a nice bonding with each other. Exactly, exactly. What did yeah. you do today? You know, yes. how was it? You know, and exactly. And, and able to make conversation if you have any questions you know yes yeah so and to have and to have fun also yes absolutely yeah so So, that's that's where you should start and start young you know it's hard to start when you're they're teenagers it's going to be hard yes very hard to start as a teenager but but um but you can send them to social graces classes yes you would think that the kids don't want to go, but once they come, like when when they come to my classes, they they have their hands folded in front, like <laughs> like they're they're like, okay, I came because my mother sent me. Uh-huh. But within an hour, they go, oh, this is nice, this is easy. They want to learn how to be a lady. They want to learn how to be a gentleman. Yeah, exactly, and that's very exciting too. Yes, it's very For- exciting. They go, okay, I'll try that, yeah. and then they'll come back. For example, you know, learning just I said. The, the, they say, well, people are rude to me. Well, you know, yes. try saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Just, just, just give it a try. Yes. How are you? You know, and, uh, change your posture a little bit. How to stand properly and, um, open the door for someone. And when they come back the next week, they go, it worked. Yes. They're really all these, nice. All these things add up. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in about a minute or so. So uh, here's the music telling us that we're going to take a break. (laughs) A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Legal Shield. Total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower, and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health. Your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hello, I'm back with my guest, Grace Lee, and um, if anybody wants to call in and ask a question about from uh, or my guest, Grace Lee, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. We'll be happy to take your question. So, Grace Lee, we're back to uh, talking about uh, teenagers and things like that, and clothing is a huge uh well, it's a billion-dollar business for for children and and uh, and and adolescents. But in particular, um, the clothing that uh, usually takes place in the United States for high school students and even uh, middle school students seems to me to be appalling. Um, the many of the young girls are uh, dressing t- way too provocatively. And, uh, many of the guys are, uh, well, not many, but some of the guys are wearing their pants way below their butt. (laughs) And it's kind of comical, but also it's sad in some ways. Well, the, the, the pants, you know, below your buttocks is kind of the gangster look. Yes. And, um, and you know that's a it's a style that you know if you want to look like you just came out of you know jail. Yes. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I always tell the kids, the teenagers, it's it's okay to be wild and and uh, you know do your little wild thing while you're you're a teenager. And I don't mean wild in the in the, in the sense of being sexy. Yes. But you know, when you're a teenager, you have the chance to be crazy and. You know, do little crazy little things, and uh, because when you grow up, you're not going to be able to do that. So, it's okay. Now, the sexy part it c- comes from the time when Madonna. Yeah, Madonna used to wear her underwear on yes. on on the show, um, doing her her you know her her gigs, I guess, and mm. that she looked really cute in them. But um, yes. but, she, but she's a you know, she's a singer and she's a performer, and you don't wear your underwear outside. Yes. <laughs> and that's the part that got really confused. And, of course, that is also has to do with the designers. And um, and the designers found out that they could sell more, you know, making the girls look cute. Yes. But the, the problem is that it's very confusing now because the girls are all dressed very cute, even the and are very sexy, even the older ladies, and yes. they are wearing their tank tops. See, tank tops used to be underwear. Yes. And it still is. It's basically it's an underwear, and um, it's very revealing. So, well, if you want to wear a tank top, which is fine, but you should cover it with something else. It should be layered. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and and it's very confusing for men because these girls are looking so sexy, yet they're they don't even realize they're being sexy, or they, they I think what they believe is that they're trying to be feminine. Yes. Because femininity got thrown out, uh, and when 
about 40 years ago, they started to, um, they took out home ec and uh, took out carpentry and for boys and put in computers. And, And so what they did was the boys and girls started to learn computers. And it became kind of what I call unisex. Uh-huh. And and now there was no, you know, the boys and girls were treated the same. Mm-hmm. And basically they were treated like boys and and not like girls. So the, all the girls are, you know, they they feel, I say, they are trained to be thinking and acting like boys, but then they realize that they are girls, so they have to be feminine. And how do they be feminine is to show their shapes. Show their yes. bodies, and um, and then the men are confused. They say, "Well, she looks sexy. I think she wants some." <laughs> yes, but no, you know, don't look at my. If I have a cleavage, I say, "Don't look at my cleavage." Why are you looking at my cleavage? You know, right? But it's right there in front yes. of us. And then uh, principals and and teachers at schools don't seem to be um, having certain limits as to how undressed someone can be. I think certain schools do, but then don't forget those principals and uh, are you know probably all in their forties or thirties, and they're raised kind of the same way, so they they've gotten used to it. A lot of people have gotten used to this kind of look. Um, yes, I'm not, I'm not quite sure if that is the right thing, but <clears throat> I don't know. How do you change it? You know, unless you put everybody in uniform. Yes. And Another everybody has yeah. a uniform, and you know they get more wilder. Yeah. Another variation of this, which has to do with you know teenagers and adults, is that um, there are a lot of people when they're going to worship at their church or their temple, you know they come in with flip flops and shorts and stuff like that. Whereas when I was a kid, when people went to church or temple, they were dressed up. You know the little boys. I was one of them. You know had to wear a suit and tie and. I didn't like it, but I went along with the program. And yeah. it seems like people are just getting sloppier, and uh, it's degrading in some ways for certain contexts, like going to church. Yes, it is. It's. It's. Um, I mean, now the boys don't know how to behave when they're wearing suits. When, yes. like you said, when you were wearing those suits and those nice little shoes, you knew yeah. it wasn't time to run around. Right. It was a special time. Out. Yeah. Uh, there's a certain way to act when you dress that way, right? Yes. I knew when I had to wear my little outfits for, uh, for Sunday, I knew that's when I was supposed to be like a lady. <laughs> yes. And another variation of that is um, if you've ever seen uh, uh, pictures of uh, people at a, at a baseball game, the, the people in the, in the, the fans, and in the 30s and 40s and even the early 50s, uh, men would be wearing suits and ties when they went to the ball game, and the women would be dressed up with you know nice dresses and at, at times you know bonnets or hair or hats, and um, it was much more formal. Yes, and, it was and, there's, formal. and there was something endearing about that when I see pictures of that these days. Well, we have to. I, I you know, when you become too casual, then everything becomes casual. Right yes. now, America, the way it is right now, is almost like the third world country. They're yes. so casual. They forgot about the, you know, the social graces, the, the politeness and the dressing and, you know, and they say, well, why should I? You know, what, 
What difference does it make? But it yes. does make a difference. It makes a difference when you when you go get a job, for example. Yes. If you know how to dress, if you know how to sit properly, um, you know, uh, before you even sit down, people decide that they're going to hire you or not. Before you even speak a word, as soon as you walk in the door, they make a decision. If you know how to dress, they go, yeah, that's the kind of person I want. If they know, you know, and, and then they, you sit down and you start talking. You go, yes, that's that's it. The the look, the, the everything goes together. Yeah. But if you don't look right, they immediately say, okay, next. You know, yes. you could sometimes you could say all the right things, and still, if you don't look the part, I had a gentleman that worked for me, not worked for me, was a student of mine, and uh-huh. Spanish background. He had a very heavy. Spanish accent, but he wanted to learn the Western social graces. And uh, after he graduated, he went to get a job. And this was a long time ago. He it was uh, computers were in, and he said he never he doesn't know anything about computers, but he went in as a salesperson. Uh-huh. And they said we hire you, we're going to hire you. And they he said, well, I don't know anything about computers. He said, no, no problem. We'll teach you about computers, but. Yes. We want you because you're going to represent our company really nicely. And yes. uh, that's what they wanted. They want someone that's going to represent their company, that's going to make money for their company. Yes. So, so basically you're talking about first impressions and how important those those are yes. for all kinds of things in, ter- in terms of finding a mate, in terms of getting a job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everything, everything, you know, I Every time you meet somebody, it, it, first impression is going to make a difference. If the salesperson is going to be nice to you, if you're going to um, um, get a job, get a promotion, you know, um, if you know how to dress right, if you know how to uh, stand right, there's a proper way to stand. There's a formal way, an informal way for men and women. There's yes. a proper way to sit for a lady. And, you know, even though you haven't been trained, if you see somebody sit property, if you see somebody standing nice, you you can't you can't help be polite to them. And then when they're polite to you, it's very easy to be polite back to them. And that's when this politeness goes back and forth, back and yes. forth. So, and then and also what happens with those, with these nice first impressions is uh, people can actually feel safer with each other. Absolutely. You, you know what to expect. You know, within, um, if somebody's walking down the street about half a block away, you make a decision whether you're going to cross the street or not. Yes. <laughs> it's just by the way that person walks and the way he looks physically, right? Yes, Clothes-wise. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, so that's important. You know, it's very, very important. Yes. So uh, between the uh, Western world and the Asian world, the Eastern world, um, first impressions can be somewhat off, off-putting. For example, um, in uh, the United States, we tend to value making eye contact. And in, in d- different Asian cultures, uh, uh, eye, eye contact should be avoided. So well, that's that can be a problem for the depending on whose first impression is is valued and whose isn't. <laughs> but they're still clothes wise, you know, yes. how you carry yourself, how you look is is still number one, and, yes. and just about anywhere you go. Now, you know, when you talk about um, eye contact, um, if you shake hands with someone, Asian person, it's yes. impolite to stare. 
It's yes. very impolite to stare in Japan and most Asian countries and even American Indians. Exactly, yes. Yeah, I remember I, I, I had an American Indian um, a group, and they said, you know, when we walk into Seven Eleven stores, the, the you know the, the clerk would follow us around. I'm yeah. Thinking, Why would they follow you around? And then I realized that you know when you walk in a store, Americans will look at the the, the clerk and uh, give him eye contact, like hi, and just keep on walking. Yes. Well, the Indians were walking in with their eyes on the floor. Yes. That that means that it's. For Americans, it's shifty eye, you know. Exactly. It's looking at me. Yes. So then, you know, maybe you're here to steal. So, so once the once the Indian um, uh, people realized that, I forgot which tribe it was. Yes. But this is in Arizona. And yeah. once they realized that, they're like, oh, okay, no problem. You know, yes. But it, it, they have to change their style. Yes. So they become more uh, universal. <laughs> Yes, exactly. at some point, and, and yeah. that's all it is—is is just learning, you know, learning about others and yes. learning about other culture. That makes you more aware. My father yes. used to always say that if you only know one way, if you only know one religion, for example, yes. Um, yes. you're going to be prejudiced against the other religions. Yes, and so it's important that you learn all these other people's culture, their ways, their thinking. And then you're more open-minded. Yes, and you can have more fun with each other when you uh, are, right. are allowing yourself to, to go outside the box a bit and to meet people. Absolutely. So we're coming up to a break, I believe, any second now. Okay. Here comes the music. We'll come back in about a minute and a half or so. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield, total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower, and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hello, this is Jonathan Brower, and I'm with my guest, Grace Lee. And Grace Lee has graciously decided to talk about social graces. <laughs> so uh, we're going to all learn some things from Grace. Okay. So go ahead. Um, you know, one of the things that I would like to... I'd like to go into a little bit about teaching, into teaching. And go right ahead. Yeah. I, I notice that when I go to business meetings and I get introduced to gentlemen, men, they, if they're sitting down, they don't stand up. And I think it's very important for a man to stand up when they shake hands. And so you could be eating. A lot of times we're at luncheons and so forth, and the gentleman, somebody comes up, and they, and the the man has to put his fork down, his knife down, you know, even though the 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 gentleman that came to him has his hand out to hand, you know, handshake with him, just let them let that person wait, put everything down, push your chairs back, stand up straight, and then shake his hand to yes. shake. To shake your hand, you know, to shake somebody's hand when when you are sitting down and they're looking down at you, is a not a good position. I so, agree. Yeah. So make sure that all men, men always stand up. You know, even young young men, they always stand up when they handshake. And there is a difference between a business um, handshake and a social handshake for women. I wonder if most women know that. But for if you are a businesswoman and you're going to handshake, you follow the same business etiquette as the men, uh-huh. because there was no women's uh, business etiquette. It was only men for a, for a long, long time. We just recently came into uh, business. Yes, most of, most of us. Yeah. And um, so, if you are in a business situation, ladies, you stand up and you handshake just like a man. But if you're in a social situation, you stay seated. And you don't do the typical handshake like you do with the firm handshake. You just put your hand out. And you don't even have to put your hand out. You know, like when a man's going to kiss your hand. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, and you don't have to shake it up and down. You just touch the person. Nice to meet you. You just touch them. And then you put your hand back. But you, you don't even have to handshake. For a lady in a social situation, the way yes. it used to be was that the men would always be introduced to the ladies. You know, um, they couldn't just come up and say hi, how are you? So they were being introduced, and the ladies would say, "Nice to meet you," and be very sweet and smile. But she never had to handshake. Maybe the, by the third time they meet, maybe she'll extend her hand. So, uh-huh. gentlemen, don't extend your hand to a lady until she extends her hands to you in a social situation. And then by the third time or fourth time you meet that person, the lady might give her hand to you, and then you're going to say, oh, my God, she likes me. Uh And then (laughs) if they know each other well, they might just both stand up and give give each other a hug at some point. Exactly. So 
But when you yeah. first meet someone, you you know you don't hug. You you kind of do the flirt. That's that's the way we used to flirt before the the ladies. Yeah. You know? uh, and, yeah. Also, what seems to be uh, missing quite a bit is when um, uh, a man and a woman are going to a restaurant, let's say, and the man doesn't help the woman with her chair. Yes. Now that takes practice. Yeah. Seating a lady is, you know, it, it takes practice. You have to know, uh, and I, I almost have to show it to you, but uh, it's timing. Because <laughs> if you're trying to push the chair in when she's, you know, already yeah. sitting in it, she, she'll look like an elephant, like she's really heavy while you're yeah. trying to push that chair in. So uh, when you come to the workshops, I usually, you know, go through the teaching of how to time it, how, and the ladies have to know how to do it. Yeah. Yes, the lady, the gentleman must should uh if if the uh the waiter doesn't seat the lady, the, the gentleman should. I have yes. another question. I have a question. If yeah. when you're in a car, yeah, and uh you're driving, the man is driving and you're parked, now you're going to take the lady out of the car. Do you go to the front of the car or do you go to the back of the car to open up her door? Well, that's interesting. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing it's probably yes fifty fifty. It's the front. You go in front of the car. You open up the door and you go in front of the car. Yeah. You know, so the the lady can see you. Yes. So that's when you need to strut. Yeah. But also, <laughs> uh, well, both for uh, uh, helping the woman into her chair at the restaurant, uh-huh. and all, and also for uh, the man to get out and walk in front of the car. To open up her, the side of the door for her, both those have a nice, elegant uh, look and feel to it. Yes, absolutely. And then yeah. you know, and uh, having her come out of the car. Now there is a way to come. Um, now before I go there, why don't you want to go in the back? You know, and because if you go from the back, then you're kind of sneaking from you know from behind. You don't know. You know, the lady doesn't know you're coming. I mean, she kind of have an idea, but it's yeah. so much nicer when she can see this handsome man go around the front. <laughs> she could see him going around, you know, in front yeah, there's, of her. Yeah, there's more of a connection when the two can be seeing each other as the, as he moves in front of the car. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, what is the other thing? Oh, and there's a, a way for a lady to get out of a car. And and the way to get out of the car, it's, yeah. again, you know, you know, we do it at the workshop, but you... Get both feet together. Your both knees are together, uh-huh. and, you know, and you swing it out. And gentlemen, you have to learn how to take the lady out of the yes. car. You know, um, sometimes it's a young lady; she can get out by herself. But if she's an older lady, there's a, a way to take her out too. Yes, you know, so that it makes her makes it easy to come out. Yeah, yeah. So there's you know there's so many little little things that you can learn. That's a lot of fun and yes. Very and, elegant and yeah, and to make it more complicated, <laughs> some, some women don't want to have the man help her with the chair or open up the the car door. Yes, I so, see that. You know, yeah. I had um, I, I did a workshop about a week ago, and this lady we we're talking about handshakes and and how a lady should just you know t- put her hand out, and she said, you know what, I don't feel comfortable with that. I go, how come you don't feel comfortable? She goes, well, I like to be strong all the time. I don't want to be looking. And I go, do you always want to be strong? You know, don't you want to be feminine? You have to have different personalities. You know, 
He yes. said, you know, when you're in your business mode, you're strong. I said, when you're in the feminine mode, I said, you don't want to be, you know, strong yeah. and firm yes. like a man. So she yeah. goes, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, you know, make sure that we have many personalities and a, and a positive personalities that you have your business. There's a certain way to act in business, certain way to dress in business. Yes. And, you know, when you're um, a, a girlfriend or a wife or on a date, there's a different way to act and different way to be treated. You know, and, and, of course, if you don't want that, that's fine. You could, you know, you, you, you don't have to. But I like to use all the different assets I have yes. <laughs> as female. Yes. So you were talking about, uh, I think during our last break, you mentioned knowing. You talked about social graces, knowing, and then uh, more spiritual loving. Yes, yes, yes. So what, what about the knowing part? Well, when you learn your social graces, and in, most people think social graces is table manners and so forth, and that's part of it. But it's also about being kind to other people and being, you know, being polite. So once that happens, and like I said, when you do your first, when you when you learn your first impression properly, and once once people see you, they treat you properly. When they a good first impression, they can't help it but be polite and kind to you. And then it's yes. so much easier to be polite and kind to them. And that just goes on and on and on. And once that, you know, once you learn that, um, uh, that exchange, you find yourself becoming very spiritual, very loving, very kind, and um, all of a sudden everybody likes you because yes. they want to be around you because it's very comfortable to be around you. Um, and you know, so that yeah. that's what social graces is basically all about. It takes years to to um, um, come to that point. I think sometimes not. Sometimes you you learn it and you go, oh my god, this is natural. It comes very natural. Yeah. So in essence, the social graces really has to do with uh, connecting with people and uh, being open with people. Yes, it's really it's, re- it's relationships. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Um, even in the class, we learned how to speak properly, you know, that type of thing. And you go, well, wow, is that social graces? Yes, it is. What would be an example of speaking properly and what would be an example of speaking improperly? Speaking properly what, what is learning to pronounce the words correctly, uh-huh. learning to speak um, um, slower. Uh-huh. That type of thing. And, and we suggest after a while, then you go to Toastmasters so that you're comfortable speaking to people. There's people that are uh, afraid to speak. If they are asked to say what company they're from and tell a little bit about your company, they're afraid to even talk. Teenagers are afraid to say anything. So once you are able to feel comfortable speaking about yourself or, or just making basic conversation, that's going to take you to the next step. You've seen kids where you meet the kids and they're they're hiding behind the the mother's back. Yes, yes. <laughs> they're not cute anymore. But no. when they're able to say, "Nice to meet you," yes, just that you go, "Wow, what a cute kid!" Yes. You know? So that's the difference. Yeah. The difference. So the social graces really are a wonderful way to be able to interact with people. And have fun with people, and be polite with people, and to be emotionally close with people. Absolutely, yeah. You learn, you learn all those little, and um, 
little etiquettes, I guess. Yes. And everybody, everybody knows what to expect. You know, it's yes. like a dance. You know, if yeah. you know how to cha-cha, you're not going to step on anybody's toes. Yes. So. Okay, well, this all sounds great. Yeah. So I think we're coming up to the next and last commercial. Okay. We'll be back shortly. Okay. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield. Total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower, and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hi, everybody. I'm back with you, Jonathan Brower, and my guest, Grace Lee. Let me give you her um, website in case you want to try out. Her website is graceleeinternational.com, and her phone number is area code 520-705-1743. And uh, you might want to know more about how she does her work. You might want to partner with her. Who knows what? So uh, feel free to call her or make contact if you like. So, Grace, we're back to talking about um, social graces in an international way. Okay. And uh, you, you've been around the world, so to speak. Um, what do you see that's been useful so far, and what do you see that hasn't worked very well in terms of working with people in different 
parts of the universe, at least the world, I should say. Well, it, it's important that if you know you're going to go work in a certain country to learn a little bit about that country uh-huh. um, because you could make some bad faux pas. So um, there's lots of books out there um, that talks about different countries and what they are expecting and you know how their their culture and what yeah. they dress. Like you know, doing business in the Middle East, it's better to send a a gentleman because uh, uh-huh. usually it's men that you have to deal with. Yeah, and, and make sure you dress. <laughs> make sure you're covered up. <laughs> uh huh. You're a lady if you're going to uh, do business in the Middle East or in in a, another uh, country uh, like Asia. Make sure you're covered up. Because when you wear too much lipstick or too much makeup, you're going to look like a prostitute. Yes. Um, if you put, if you show too much skin, again, you're going to, they're going to be pinching you, or you know, they get the wrong idea. Yeah. So, so be careful. And same with the, um, in, even in for for men. You know, you yeah. Go to, um, and you go to Japan, and you know, they, they, it's all about meeting and talking to people first, getting to know you before they even. Start doing business. Yes, now, Americans are very quick at you know what is it you're selling and how much. <laughs> yes, and um, and Japanese and Asia they want to know, you know more about your company, how long your company has been in business and so forth. So um, and become more friends if they can get along with you. They'll they'll you know go out to drink with you just to see how you act when you're drunk. What if you don't want to get drunk? Then what happens? You don't drink. You just tell them ahead of time that you can't drink. You know, and, and they're okay. Generally, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can't drink, you can't drink, and you're just not going to do it. That's all. Yeah. The reason I ask is I don't. I don't care for alcohol at all. So, so you uh, have something else. You know? Yeah, I just have water or orange juice. Sure. Yeah, it's something. You eat something else or drink something else. But. Yes. Um, that that's the most important thing is, is is knowing your country before you go and do business. And, yes. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about? I forgot now. Well, one of the things that is of interest to me is uh, how uh, men and women differ so much in different countries. So, uh, at least the stereotypical notion is in in Asian countries. Uh, the women are more meek and they are kind of in the background, whereas in the United States, it's the opposite kind of way often. Yes, and, I, and I, I wouldn't say that they're meek per se. I mean, especially yeah. now, um, there are a lot of women, even in China, there, there are a lot of women that are very powerful now. Things yeah. have changed. Um, there, it's just the style is different. Yes. Uh, and I don't think you'll have too much trouble. I think working with ladies is probably easier than working with men. They have a whole different style. Yes. But, um, so I don't think um, you should worry too much about uh, that. I I do feel, I'm going back to social graces a little bit. Okay. I want to... Um, I want to emphasize that it was the women that taught social graces before. Uh-huh. And, um, and of course, there's nobody, you know, the women, most of the women now are working. Yes. So they're having a hard time 
going home and teaching social graces. Uh-huh. But, um, so now we have to, now the men and women have to get together. But then the, the women that are, the, the parents don't know their social graces. So uh-huh. I, right now I'm going around the country uh-huh. speaking and teaching. I speak about uh, the why we need social graces, and then I do a mini workshop. And once you understand the basics of what I usually do is I teach first impressions, uh-huh. handing and clothing and yes. business you know, business etiquette. And once you understand what social graces is and how it works, um, then you you're ready to go to the next step. You can teach that little bit that I taught at the at the seminar and go back and and practice it at home. Uh-huh. And that's what I would like to see now. If those of you that are listening is trying to use some of the social graces, and and I think that more we start to all of us start using it, we our children is going to emulate and 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 practice them. Yes. So. so- how can people find out where you where you give your uh, trainings? Um, you can come to my website. You can also invite me to to speak at your or um, some organization or your corporation. If okay. If there's a corporation, which you know if they want to talk about dress and and business etiquette, we can do that. Uh, or and we can. Um, I like to talk especially on women's issues on how to teach. Uh, Social graces for women, because uh-huh. I think that's the the women are the ones that are going to go back and start teaching again. The men yes. are still busy working, you know. And and although the women are also working too, I think women are more likely to teach. So, so I like to teach women's social graces. Yeah, they go and teach their husbands <laughs> and their children. Yes, and uh, hopefully it'll catch on on TV. I'm trying to get the TV people to listen to me, and oh, that'd be great. Yeah, put something on the program because uh, I mean, if 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 uh, Snooki Nuki <laughs> yes is famous, I think we should make social graces uh, famous and yes. and uh, elegance and all that. Now let's bring it back. Yeah. So before we have to say goodbye, I want to be sure that the, the listeners get your website. I'll give it to them one, one more time. It's GraceLeeInternational.com. And her phone number is 520-705-1743. Yes, and my name is spelled L-E-E. Yes. Uh, Grace Lee, L-E-E, and international spelled out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm glad we have this chance to talk. Yeah. And, and uh, I'll... Learn more about you as I go on. In, in my days, I'll probably check out more of your work and things like that. And I'm very pleased that you were able to speak with me today and my listeners. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh. I I believe this is very, very important for our survival here in the United States to become a, a an elegant um, country like we yeah. used to be. Yeah, I like the elegant idea. We're just so casual right now, and everybody knows it, but then they don't know how to change it. So, yeah, so I have a book. If you um, if you're looking to f- figure out how to make those changes, I have a book called Social Graces for uh, Social Graces Essential Tools for um, Successful Ladies. 
Uh-huh. I haven't wrote one for a man yet, but it's the same, almost the same. You'll get the uh, same yes. information. And at least this is a, the book is a, is basically a finishing school in a book. It's not like Emily Post where, you know, your fork goes here, or you know, your knife yeah. goes here. Um, it's it's basically a finishing school. Uh-huh. So, and is this book in most bookstores? No, right now it's um I'm putting it on Amazon hopefully by this um week. It should oh, be right. on Amazon, but you can come on my my um uh website and purchase it. Wonderful. Yes, I have a book called Little Caliper in Training, which is about me growing up in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, when I uh when I was growing up, it was quite prejudiced because I was mixed. Okay. Well, that's great. So I we're running out of time. Okay. I believe it's about time to go. I'm, I'm happy to talk more, but they're going to give me a message soon. Okay. So, so um, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank and, you. And uh, I will talk with you later. Yes. Okay. Okay. okay goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening today. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have fun experiencing your human behavior.